one of the craziest best preachers in the entire world. And this dude stays relevant. How in the world? Because I, I don't know because he's a little bit older than me. But can stay relevant enough to preach to every single person in any certain time and minister, not preach, but minister and be able to give God's word to you in a certain a situation in any time, anywhere. And without further ado, if y'all could give it up for my man, Mr. Keith Mitchell. So good to be with y'all in the house of the Lord today. Amen. I guess I'm preaching to you guys because this is where the podium's at. <laughs> Amen. So God bless them over there, but y'all going to get something today. There we go. Oh, I'm sorry. All right, good. Turn and tell somebody, say, I'm glad you are in the house of the Lord today. Now say it like you really believe it. Say, I'm glad you are in the house of the Lord today. Are you excited to be alive? You know, you could have woke up dead. Let me say that again for those of you that hadn't had coffee yet. You could have woke up dead. Never want to wake up dead. I am honored to be with you guys today, Pastor Joel. Thank you so much for having me, the ministry team here. I look forward to uh, my 35 seconds with you guys. I'm going to be here. And uh, I only get 35 seconds, and the Lord has to have his way, right? Amen. Amen. And, uh, uh, but uh, what little hair I got, I'm going to let it down, all right? All right. So we ain't got that far to go. Yeah. And so, but it's good to be in church, Amen. Amen. Uh, it's good to be the church. Yeah. A lot of people are having religious ceremonies this morning. A lot of people are going through the motions. A lot of people are just going because they think that's what I'm supposed to do on Sunday. But if you're going to go, you might as well get something. I said if you're going to go, you might as well get something. TWBC, that's where I'm at, huh? What does that stand for? The Way Bible Church. Yep. Yeah. They worship because. We're going to change a little bit of They worship because. TWBC, you ought to get some shirts made. They worship because. Yeah. He's a great God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Greetings from my family. My two evangelists wanted to come, but I told them they were too young. Yeah. Hey, uh, Gabriella, who's seven, she said, Daddy, be sure to pitch my name in now. She said, and use what I preached on the other day. She preached on the devil is a liar. And, uh, yeah, it was so funny. Her sister, Victoria, who's nine, introduced her. So Victoria gets behind the podium in our living room, and she says, I'm so glad to be with you today. Uh, my sister is coming. I'm going to introduce her. Her name is Gabriella Hope Mitchell, and she's seven years old. She is a pastor. This is her first year being a pastor. She loves to preach. And we're excited. So please welcome Gabriella Hope Mitchell. And Gabriella is in the background. She's like, yeah, I'm coming. So Gabriella gets up there. She, she's saying, yeah, that's right. 
Everything you said is right, except you forgot I'm cute. I said, you can't be saying that when you get behind the pulpit now. So Gabriella wanted y'all to know that the devil is a liar. Victoria preached on the bakery, the miracle at the bakery, and uh, which was pretty powerful. So she preached this message on your life, for example, is a birthday party. And she said, you get to the bakery, and you see one of your friends there. And your friend says, hey, you need the cake. Let me buy the cake for you. And she said, uh, but your friend is actually Jesus, and your life is the birthday party. And you need the miracle of the cake to complete your life. Man, look here. You talk about a proud daddy. And then she, 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 she had illustrations, and she fell down. I said, girl, you done fell on the ground now? So she wanted you guys to know that miracles are real and that they do come from God, and he will perform a miracle in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Well, what y'all want to do? <laughs> Somebody said, you're going to preach. Oh, listen, hey, listen, I'm called to preach. I know how to preach. I know how to preach. When I was born, I weighed a pound and a half. And I realized some of you are facing some things right now in your life. You don't need me, you need God. Come on. Come on, man. Something happens when we realize who needs to show up on the scene. And I want you to know this. If you can't lift it, then God's called you to lay it. Let me say it again. If you can't lift the issue that you're dealing with or the weight that you're carrying, then God didn't call you to lift it. He called you to lay it so he can deal with it. Some of you have been trying to lift all last week. You've been trying to lift this situation, lift this, but you can't lift what God didn't call you to lift. you got to learn to lay it so he can deal with it. I'm getting ready to close. Mm. I grew up in one of them Baptist churches where the, pre the, the preacher got 25 closings. I'm getting ready to close. Mm. Two hours later, I'm getting ready to close. Mm. My stomach growling. My mouth's dry. I need water. I'm getting ready to close. I'm like, man, just close so we can go home. Dear God. I ain't never seen so many closings. And then they try to trick you. See, I'm a different preacher. I'm going to tell you all behind the scenes of church rhetoric that they do to try to deceive you. So, see, they'll close their Bible, and they think, oh, they finished. They wrapping up. Two hours later, wait a minute, you closed your Bible two hours ago. You're supposed to stop. But I like to have fun in church. I realize uh, real people go through real issues, and they need a real answer, and that's Jesus. Amen. And sometimes we can go through the motions, 
You've probably heard it. Oh, fake it till you make it. We should not have to fake it until we make it. We should make it and know that we are going to get through whatever God calls us to do and puts in our heart to do. You're going to get through it. Don't fake. Listen, the best part of waking up is not Folgers in your cup. It's Jesus in your life. And I got news for you today. Some of you, I was preaching in Huntsville, Alabama. And I got ready to go to the service, and the whole, and, and, and Holy Spirit said, look at the back of that door. I said, I look at the back of the door. I said, okay, what do you see there? He says, look at that sign there. So since I'm not a thief, I, 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 I called the front desk and asked him, could I have it? <laughs> and I like to pull it out from time to time. And it says, do not disturb. Because I realize some people come to church with a do not disturb sign on. God, I come to church, but don't disturb me with a word. I'll lift my hands in worship, but don't disturb me with your presence. I'll even come down to the altar and act like I want to get prayed for, but don't disturb me with somebody laying hands on me. But I got good news for you today. Some of you, you don't have a devil problem. You got a you problem. You need to be disturbed and let God do what he wants to do in your life. That's what's wrong with church today. Nobody's disturbing people anymore. We just pat them on the back. Oh, God bless you on your little merry way. We'll see you at midweek service. We'll see you next Sunday. But they getting home and fighting with devils, fighting with kids that got devils, fighting with husbands that are cheating, fighting with stuff on the job. Why? Because you don't want to be disturbed. But I got good news for you today. If you in this church, you're going to be disturbed. Now you either turn this microphone up or put me a monitor up. <laughs> Sound like I'm in a hollow tank. I'm getting ready to close. What y'all want me to preach on? Something good, okay. Good. G-O or O-D? There you go. You can go or you can OD. Yeah. Come on. Come on. I'm going to preach on good. You can go or you can OD. Right. Come on. That's, good. That's just a side message. Yeah. <laughs> I like to give appetizers. I got another appetizer for you. Some of you are suffering this morning from identity theft. The enemy has hacked your fate. You can't believe like you used to believe. You've been hacked. You're not praying like you used to pray. You've been hacked. You're not turning to God like you used to turn to God. You've been hacked. I want you to know today that you need to call the IT. You need to call the IT, which is the Holy Spirit, and say, hey, I've been hacked in my life. I need a reboot. I need to get this virus out of me because I need some stuff downloaded from God, but I can't because every time I go to my prayer closet, which is my computer screen of my life, a virus popped up, and I'm dealing with this. I'm dealing with that. I don't have time to go to Best Buy. If you have your Bibles, look at it. Okay, good. Thank you for looking. So, uh, okay, let me preach. 
Now, I can uh, do things several ways. I can stand behind this podium and articulate, enunciate, capitulate the word of God in such a way that you'll be like, oh my God, that was beautiful. <laughs> or I can just be me. Just, just, just be me. I'm Jewish. I am. But y'all look at it. They got black Jews. Y'all don't be looking at me like that. What's wrong with you folks? God can make a red Indian, he can make a black Jew. I'm Baptist. I've been baptized in his power. I'm Methodist this morning because I follow his methods. Yeah. I'm first assembly this morning because I forsake not the assembly of God. Still trying to wrap my head around that first, second, third Baptist, though. I'm still trying to wrap my head around that. I was thinking of heaven the other day. Was it going to be second Baptist going to be over here? First Baptist going to be over there? And I'm like, okay, who was first? What? If you have your Bibles, turn with me to 2 Kings. Ooh, somebody say Old Testament. Old Testament. Ooh. I do want to apologize for my daughters the other day while they were preaching. I had them reading out of the King James. And Gabriella stopped and she was trying to pronounce that down. She was like, I said, baby, that's King James, baby. I, I, I know, you know. I got, I got all those other versions, too. The message I love. I got, I got a whole, whole, whole bunch. And, uh, uh, but I'm a King James person. I, I just, you know, I, I, I just like King James. Second Kings chapter 20. When you get there, say, I'm there. I'm there. You ever been in church and they say, turn here, by the time you get there, they're somewhere else? That's just so rude. <laughs> wait for me to get there. If you're going to invite me somewhere, wait for me to get there. Fast-talking preachers? Sound like you had auction. Oh, go to first king, first king, first king. Oh, first, first Samuel, first Samuel, first. Oh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Oh, what? Sell to the woman in the back that believed God. Who need no auctionary preacher? Who need a miracle? Who can be miracle? Who can be miracle? Who can be miracle? Who can be miracle? Sell to the man right there that just gave ten thousand dollars. Praise God. In those days, Hezekiah was sick unto death. And a prophet Isaiah came to him. Does it say that? Okay, all right. <laughs> Just make sure, you know, because, you know, when you got different translations, you got to make sure you're saying the wrong one, the right one. Came to him saying, Thus said the Lord, Set thy house in order, or thou shalt surely die. Hezekiah did what? He turned himself and began to pray. Oh, God. See, sometimes you got to recognize where to turn. So I'm going to preach to you today, and I'm getting ready to close. Honestly, I am. 
what's bigger? Who's bigger? He's bigger. If you want a title for it, you can, you, you, you can title it Two Questions and a Statement. The two questions are what's bigger? Who's bigger? Your statement is he's bigger. Hezekiah find, found himself in an unusual situation. He, 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 he's at the point of death. So he turned and began to pray. Then the Lord spoke to the prophet. He said, turn and tell Hezekiah, the captain of my people, thus said the Lord. I'm going to add 15 years. I don't know about you, but if you're on your deadbed, that sounds pretty good. And I know some of you might be, Lord, can I get 20? Can I get 20? Just be happy with what you got. Okay, so while you, you're still over there, the second Kings, right? Right? Are you still there? Still there? Still there? All right. Turn. Turn, turn, turn. Turn around. It really? People in the church singing that song. Now, that is a good song. Turn around, every now and then I get a little bit closer. Turn around, bright eyes. Every now and then I fall apart. <laughs> Second Kings chapter 4. <clears throat> Second Kings chapter 4. <coughs> they got some water in this church. Oh, praise the Lord, you provided too. Oh, my. One looked like it's been drunken out of. But praise God, we'll try it anyway. <laughs> Cover it in the blood. Thank you. <clears throat> Second Kings chapter 4, you there? Yes, Verse 1. Verse 1. Now, now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead. And now the bondmen are coming to get my two sons for ransom. And the prophet said to her, Okay, good to see you, sister. Sorry to hear about your husband. Is there anything I can do for you? Now, look, you, you're not hearing me. My husband done died. The bondsmen are coming to get my two sons. He said, why don't you just go, go borrow some vessels from some folks? She said, look. You don't understand. See, sometimes you're dealing with something and you're trying to have a consultation concerning your destination. And let me throw this side note in for you. What you worship, that's what you'll bow down to. 
And if you bow into your circumstance, that means you worship in your circumstance. This woman says, what did she say? She said, oh, my God. Oh, prophet of God. H-E-B is closed. I don't have any oil. What do you want me to do? Just go borrow some vessels. So she went and borrowed some vessels. When you turn to the right source, there'll be an unlimited flow of provision. Because she had to start telling her son, get another pot. Get another pot. Get another pot. Get another. God wants his people to live in another pot, another pot, another pot. And stop living from the bottom of the barrel. Let the barrel fill up and live from the top. Once it fills up, we should never have to go all the way back down to the bottom again. This woman needed something big. Now, I don't go to the gym like I should go, but I got a reason. I'm not allowed at certain gyms. I get too big when I start working out. I get swole. My clothes don't fit. I start popping out. I just get large. How you doing? You know, you ever go to the gym and look like a bunch of bobbleheads walking around? Big. We want bigger. We want bigger. Everybody wants bigger. But when you recognize who is bigger, then your situations are going to begin to turn around. Because we know, see, see, we know how to deal once we size up our enemy. And you have to understand someday, some of you are dealing with some stuff right now. Some of you prayed this morning saying, God, I need to hear from you today. Or this situation that I'm dealing with is not going to come out right. Like this brother right here. How you doing? You passed by me earlier, and the Lord says, I'm opening up windows for him. There are some things you're believing for, and I'm opening it up. And you've been waiting, you've been waiting, and you've been waiting, and you've been waiting. But God is saying, today you are going to begin to see my hand in that situation that you're dealing with. And, and, and so, 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 so we, we have to understand is that your attitude changes when you recognize what's behind you. See, when I was in uh, 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 school, not too long ago, not too long ago, uh, when I was in school, when we got where there's the basketball court, the football field, the track, I didn't play baseball. They wanted me to, but I didn't like the idea of standing still and somebody throwing something at me. I didn't like that. I didn't. I didn't like that. You, 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 ain't, you ain't hitting me. I played when I was younger, and my rule was you hit me or anybody on my team, you got hit, because I was the pitcher. You just got hit. One's going to get away. I promise you, I swear for the Lord, one's going to get away. 
You hit one of my teammates, it was coming at you. But whenever we would get on the field, we immediately look across and we start sigh. Some of you, you wait till they're getting off the bus. Okay, yeah. Oh, y'all, all right. Okay, all right. Number seven got a little size on them. Okay, all right. Oh, oh my God, look at that lineman. That boy must be eating turkey legs. <laughs> and we size our enemy up and say, oh, my God, they're so big. They're so big. What are we going to do? They're so big. I remember there was a time where, where Huntsville dominated in football. They was just beating everybody until they met with us. And we didn't have a lot of size. We had size. But we had gifted people on our team. And, 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 and we put a stop to them. I remember Tom Ball was beating everybody up until they came across us. But we, we make the mistake of counting ourselves out of the battle once we see the enemy. Because we look at their size. Oh, my God. Walking to a gym, you're like, we're playing them? We don't have anybody on our team that's over 6'2". And they got six five, six seven, six tree, six tower. <laughs> Jump high now, get up off your feet. You're like, girl, I'm gonna need a step ladder, some stilts, kilts, whatever they call them. But we size our enemy up, and we automatically say. I am going to lose because look at the size of them. Look at the size of them. Now, in this particular story, there was another woman. A few verses after this, the Shunammite woman. The prophet of God, man of God, came to her house. He looked around and he says, Oh, she ain't got no kid around here. He says, in about a year's time, nine months somewhere, you're going to have a child. She said, don't play with me, man of God. <laughs> don't play with me now. Don't tell me I'm with child now. Don't, 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 don't play with me. So, sure enough, she had a baby. Oh, God, how did that happen? <laughs> One day, the boy was out with his daddy. Father should be out with their sons. Amen. But the boy died. And just like most men, his daddy says, I'll bring him to his mama. <laughs> bring him to his mama. Sorry, bring him to his mama. I ain't got time to do it. I'm trying to plow this field. Bring that boy to his mama. Go and take him down there to his mama. Now, come on now, let his mama deal with him. Mama, what? The devil is a liar. Not today. Saddle up the donkey. Well, no, 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 no. Now I'll saddle him up. Where are you going? I'm going to see the man of God. Yeah. Yeah. And as she went and found him, he saw her coming. Sister Shunamite, how is it with your husband? Oh, it's well. How is it with your son? It is well. You got to learn to talk big when you don't see big. You got to learn to look at your situation and say, it is well. Yeah. Now, man of God, you said I was going to have a son. You ain't say he was going to die. 
So you need to come on down to my house. Now, Sister Shunamite, now I'm busy now. I got a lot of meetings going on. No, 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 I ain't leaving. Man, the guy went back with him. Walked into the room, laid across the bar. He sneezed seven times. You got to understand what bigger represents. You got to understand is that when you realize bigger, your attitude changes. Because as a child, even to adulthood, you're always looking for somebody bigger and better to step in and fight your battles for you. And God's saying, I'm the biggest, I'm the baddest, I'll fight your battle. Because your attitude changes. When you're hanging out with your friends, and then they all leave, and all of a sudden, somebody starts picking on you, and you cower down. If the enemy can isolate you, he can defeat you. Because he wants to get you by yourself because he knows he can manipulate your thoughts and your minds, your feelings, your emotions. But something happens when you recognize somebody is in your corner. Let's see. Cole, come here. And then my brother. What's your name? Come here, Jason. JC, look at that. Wow, isn't that God? JC, that's prophetic. Stand right here. X marks about. Uh, turn around now. That's a nice shirt. Turn around now. I wear large. Get close. All right. All right. Act like you know each other. So, 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 listen to me. You got to recognize bigger. You got to recognize that God is bigger. You got to recognize. Listen, listen, listen. Oh, help me, Holy Spirit. Listen. Your enemy should not be able to see you because of the size of your God. Your enemy should not be able to get through you because of the size of your God. Your enemy, and see, this, oh, help me, Lord. This is where your faith gets strong. Yeah, what you talking about now, devil? Uh-huh, what you talking about now? Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Say all that stuff now. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Say what you were saying to me at 1230 the other night when I was in my room all alone and nobody was there. Yeah, but I got some help now. Say, come on, he's bigger. I said he's bigger. He's bigger. If you get here, the enemy can get to you. But you got to learn, hey, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge, my fortune, my strength, and my God will I trust. I will not be afraid of the air that fly by night. Come on. When you stand behind bigger, your face get bigger, your situation gets smaller until it dissipates. You got to recognize bigger. See, 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 when somebody wanted, now, I was never that much of a fighter. I have been in fights, and I'm dangerous. Don't mess with me, okay? (laughs) But I got to a point in my life, and I realized I was too good looking to fight, so I had to have somebody fight for me. Didn't want to mess up all this greatness. And, 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 and so what I had to do was uh, I had to get somebody else to fight for me. Get my boys. Thank you, brothers. Y'all can sit down. Y'all give them a hand. When you recognize bigger, when you're standing behind God, your attitude changes. And everybody look at it different. One of my best friends growing up, was a Hispanic guy. 
Chico. Really, that, that, that was his nickname, Chico. And I grew up a lot around the Hispanics. My kids are bilingual. And I tell them, look, now hold on now, daddy don't understand that. You better come with me, English girl. <laughs> but everybody changes. You come across a Hispanic guy by himself, hey, Holmes, I don't mean no problem. Relax, Holmes. <laughs> Muy Gonzalo, relax. No más trabajo, relax, Holmes. Es bueno, es bueno. My friend, mi amigo, es bueno. You get him with his click, the cholos, all of a sudden the shirt is buttoned up. Hey, vato, como te ama? You say you got the problem with me? I cut you, Holmes. My boy, you don't want to mess with me. Don't come across a Hispanic guy with his boys. Don't come across a Hispanic woman with her girls. By herself, she tried to, me no sleep. You know, speaking the English. You let her girl show up. You let Veronica, Bella, you let them show up. What's all that you saying, huh, Poppy? No, talk about it now. No, talk about it now. I'm not going to mess with you. Talk about it now. Cause, no, hold me back, girl. Hold me back. Your attitude changes when bigger shows up. You come across a white guy by himself. Listen, hey, buddy, I'm sorry. Didn't mean to bump into your car. Sorry. Listen, listen. Hold on. Oh, my God, let me write you a check. Listen, I'm so sorry, okay? Oh, my God. But you let the geek club be with them. Hey, dude. My friends here, hey, I don't want a problem. Because I got my friends with me now. We will bomb diggity you, dude. Come on. Your attitude changes when bigger shows up. You come across a black guy by himself. What's up, man? No, no, dude. Hey, man. Hey, bro. Hey, hey, cuz. Hey, cuz. Come on, player. Come on, player. We good. We good, homie. We good. Come on, man. Yeah, come on. Come on, man. We, 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 we good. But you let the brothers show up. The blood, the crips, the taints, the ain'ts, the Hittites, the Jebusites. You let them show up. What? Oh, no, you didn't. What? What? My boys. My boy. Rise up. Yeah. What up? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. You let some brothers show up. Your attitude changed. What? Man, please. 
You better recognize, brother. You better recognize. You come across a black girl? How you doing? I ain't trying to start nothing now. Come I ain't trying to start nothing with you, shorty. But you let a girl show up. Shaquita, Shaniqua, Shekinah Glory. You let them show up. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. No, you didn't. No, girl, let me take these nails off. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. What you doing, huh? What you doing? Girl, I will come. What you, girl? No, you didn't. You ain't come across me like that. You better recognize, girl. You better recognize. I don't play that, girl. I move some furniture in this salon. I don't play that. You don't do that. Your attitude changes when you recognize bigger. This woman needed a financial miracle. She had to turn it bigger. The second woman needed a supernatural miracle from dead to life. She turned to bigger. Mark chapter 5. You all know the story. You don't have to turn there. We're getting ready to close. Mark, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> mm, I'm getting ready to close. Mm. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Lord, for reminding me of that. Listen, listen, listen. I believe this is, where did that woman go? Hold on. Black-haired woman. She had on a flowered dress. I don't know. What did, she was standing over here earlier. Was it you? No. It's a different woman. I'll find you. <laughs> Listen. You may see it form, but your fate will watch it fade. You're in a situation, and you're going to see it form, and fear will try to set in. But as it's forming and getting bigger and bigger, your faith in God will see it fade. Because no weapon formed against you shall prosper. So, so Mark chapter 5, I'm going to go through these two stories. Jairus daughter was sick so he left to go get Jesus and as he was on his way to go get Jesus he said Jesus my daughter is at the point of death come to my house and I pray that you would minister to her and she may be well she's like okay no problem let's go as they're going the woman with the issue of blood steps in Press through the crowd and touches his garment. Jesus said, wait a minute. Who touched me? I felt virtue leaving my body. The disciple says, oh, Lord, a whole bunch of people, big crowd, big crowd, a whole bunch of people around here. Everybody touch you. He said, no, somebody touched me with faith. 
Somebody touched me with an expectation. Somebody touched me knowing I am that I am. Somebody touched me knowing that I am God, that Hilly D. Somebody touched me with an attitude, I'm going to get something. And finally she came up, she said, it was me. He says, behold, great faith. Jairus, he ain't say a word. Now, he could have done like some religious people. Wait a minute now. I went got Jesus. Now, he on my dime right now. I went got Jesus. You're going to get Jesus on your own time. I, I Listen, I use Uber to get Jesus now. Come on now. We're going back to the house. We Ubering. He just stayed quiet. See, there is a quiet fate when you know who's in your corner. If you ever watch a good boxing match, doesn't matter what round one looks like or round two looks like. But if you know your cut man is in a corner that can doctor you up and put you back in there, you know somebody's in your corner, your attitude changes. Jairus knew, listen, if he did this, I ain't worried about when we get to the house. As they got closer to the house, all of a sudden, Somebody, some small-minded thinking person, hey, hey, Jay, Jay, man, I'm glad you're back, boy, glad you're back, but listen, don't worry about it, your daughter, man, hey, she's she dead, man, sorry, man, but look here, don't trouble the master anymore, too late, too late, let him go, Jesus said, be not afraid, only believe, in other words, Jesus said, bigger just got here. Bigger just got here. When you recognize your father is bigger than you, then your attitude will change. Case in point. Mufasa. Hyenas in the pride land. Simba's down there. Oh, my God, Simba's down there. And you remember, see, the devil knows how to taunt you when your father's not around. Remember they were saying, ah, you Mufasa's boy. Oh, what are you doing here? Then all of a sudden, Simba tried. See, sometimes you got a little fake. Simba tried, real. And they're like, <laughs> do it again, do it again. Real. But when your daddy steps on the scene, their attitude change. Yes, but that didn't stop there. Mufasa's walking with his son and he says, Zazu, yes, sir. Take Nala home. I've got to teach my son a lesson. Simba, you deliberately disobeyed me. And worst of all, you put Nala in danger. Now remember, he's walking behind his father. See, when you walk behind your father, you recognize the steps of your father. And when he put his little step into the big paw of his father, he recognized my dad is bigger than anything. And some of you are dealing with something right now. And when you take a step forward in faith, and you recognize your father has been here before you. He is much bigger than you, and he lives in you. See, because they didn't know Mufasa was going to show up. Yeah, right. 
And the enemy tries to treat you different when he thinks you don't have backup. Jehoshaphat had three armies coming against him. Three armies. The Bible says he called a, a, a prayer meeting and he began to pray. Art thou now the God in heaven? In thine hand, 2 Chronicles chapter 20, in thine hand is there all power that none can withstand thee. And he's praying and praying. He's reminding God, wait a minute, God. Didn't you drive out all the inhabitants of, out of Israel? You are the God. He's reminding God. And sometimes to make him bigger, you got to learn how to magnify him. Some of you need to open up your crackerjack box of faith and pull out that magnifying glass, which is called worship, prayer, praise. And you begin to magnify God. And he gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until the situation is resolved. Because he's bigger. Because he's bigger. Because he's bigger. Because he's bigger. If you're dealing with a situation today, you're dealing with a situation today, you said, preacher, I need prayer. I'm dealing with something. I got something that I can't live, but I realize now that I got to lay it. I got to lay it. I need to turn to him. Go ahead with that that I told you up there, guys. I want you to know that the situation, 1907, if you've forgotten, the situation, no, no, the very first one. There you go. Come on, turn it up. Don't be afraid. It's paid for. If you got a situation that you're dealing with and you need a breakthrough, you need bigger to show up. I want you to stand on your feet and get down to this altar. Because you know why? He's bigger this morning, people. He's bigger this morning.